Welcome to the AI Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Today's episode is brought to you by Self-Pause, which is an AI life coach that I absolutely love. Self-Pause allows you to go and have a conversation around anything that you're trying to achieve. It helps you set goals. It helps you build positive habits, eliminate limiting beliefs. It's essentially just your personal coach for anything that you're trying to focus on in life. The best AI life coach, you need to check them out. Go download the app. This is something that seriously can change your mindset. And I am a massive believer in mindset. I know that if you change your mindset, you can accomplish anything you want to. So go download the Self-Pause app today, iOS and Android. This is something you absolutely need to get. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. ChatGPT has the ability to disrupt a lot of different industries, and one in particular is education. Today on the podcast, we're going to be diving into how GPT-4 is going to be disrupting education and what is currently happening in this space. I think one of the biggest stories in this particular area, um, which actually OpenAI, OpenAI announced when they did their big, huge launch of GPT-4, is Khan Academy. Um, and Saul Khan, who's the founder of Khan Academy, explains why he thinks that GPT-4 is ready to be a tutor. Now, in the past, you know, this has gotten a lot of um, criticism, I guess you could say, because ChatGPT obviously has the ability to hallucinate and just make up random facts. And so, you know, people when talking about GPT and ChatGPT being um, used for education, one of the big concerns is what if this thing is just making up random stuff and it's, you know, teaching it to kids and now they don't know what's actually like fact and fiction. And so, you know, this has obviously been a big debate and a big area of discussion in the past. But what's really interesting is, uh, you know, um, Mr. Khan, obviously, he says this technology is very powerful. I think that's something we all know. And then he points out to the fact that it is getting um, better and better. So that obviously is something that we all know. Um, but I think that, you know, there's also a lot of just high profile examples, aka people posting screenshots on Twitter or wherever, um, about ChatGPT getting really basic facts and math and all that kind of stuff wrong. And so, I think OpenAI is trying to claim that their newest version, GPT-4, solves a lot of those problems. I don't know if it actually is any better at doing math per se, but they have also integrated plugins that are better at doing math and that kind of stuff. And so I think that might be used to fill the gap. Now, it's pretty interesting because if you talk to um, Khan Academy specifically about kind of uh, what they have going in, they actually have a AI-assisted tutor called... Conmigo, um, and that is what they kind of launched with when GPT-4 initially launched. So with that, I think at the moment they have a couple new schools that added. So I think they have a total of 425 teachers and students that are currently testing this out. And so I think they're just rolling it out to a couple uh, specific schools at the moment. And how it works essentially is that the chatbot is pretty much like a real-life online tutor, um, looking at students' work and helping them when they get stuck. That's kind of the idea of it. So in a math problem, for example, it would detect not whether, you know, not just whether a student got the answer right or wrong, but also where they might have gone astray in their reasoning. And if you kind of 
you know, zooming out and looking at the bigger picture, ChatGPT obviously has gotten a lot of um, criticism around everything within education from, you know, people saying it's not correct enough to people wanting to ban it because they're worried that people are just going to use it to write all of their essays, yada, yada. Um, and so there's obviously a whole number of different concerns. But what's interesting is, you know, Khan said that he understands uh, all of these fears that people, you know, all of these kind of um, controversies that are happening right now. But he also notes that many of the people criticizing, you know, ChatGPT and whatnot are actually using it themselves. You see this a lot. A lot of teachers are using ChatGPT to help them grade um, students' work and to help them come up with assignments and stuff like that. I've even talked to a teacher that had it write his entire curriculum for his entire semester. So obviously this thing is incredibly powerful. Um, and I think it really is in the best interest of these students to let them use it, get to know it, because when there's something in this powerful a tool, um, you don't you don't want these kids to be the ones left behind. And so I think for all of the flaws that it might have, um, I'd say today this really offer, offers an amazing opportunity for kids in you know both rich and developing countries to um, really get personalized learning with this tool, despite some of the imperfections it might have, and especially under the you know realization that this technology is going to get better and better, and we want to start testing and integrating it now so that we can have it ready as this thing becomes you know incredibly accurate in the future. Something interesting to note is that Khan Academy says that they didn't just take GPT-4 right out of the box, um, you know, because, I mean, essentially you can get an API to uh, chat GPT and use it and integrate it into whatever you're doing. But they said, you know, it's not just straight out of the box. It's not just, you know, an API because obviously that wouldn't have any value add. They said that they added some of their own secret sauce to um, help avoid math problems. And uh, they've said they'd be surprised if anyone has worked harder on this than they have, which is kind of interesting um, because, you know, math is one area that has been notoriously criticized in. And in previous versions before GPT-4, I tested that pretty extensively and found it not super great. Um, I know GPT-4 has helped some of these problems, and I think plugins have helped a lot more. Um, but anyways, it's going to be int pretty interesting. Um, I kind of know what they're talking about. You know, in the past, I've helped develop AI uh, life coaches and we have really complex and elaborate and long prompts that you're essentially telling chat GPT to um, to act like to help it become a life coach and so I'm assuming it's gonna be the same thing you know you're it's gonna say pretend you are a math tutor um, oh, look over the kids work uh, look at how they've solved the problem explain every you know step of the way the the problems they solved and they probably have some sort of plugin integrated that says for all computation of math problems use x y and z plugin or you know pull it from here don't do the math problem yourself like i'm sure they have a lot of those kind of things i mean secret sauce it doesn't sound that complicated you're, you're just going to integrate it with a calculator essentially um and then you're going to explain the the steps of what it what this student needs to do so um i'm sure they they did work hard and tried to make some custom stuff but also I don't know, I wouldn't give them, like, too much credit, like, they have their own, uh, you know, Khan Academy GPT, like, they really are still using an API, even if they have an elaborate prompt that they put at the beginning and maybe a plugin they integrate with. In any case, um, another popular feature allows students from elementary school and all the way up to high school to take either side of an issue and debate with the AI tutor. Again, I'm sure that Khan Academy or whatever is going to try to play it off, like, they have some secret sauce, but all you're going to do is say pretend that you are a elementary school or you know high school grade 12 
debater and you're debating the opposite side of this issue and the issue is blank and then it just fills it in and then it just debates right so i mean it's nothing that like not anyone could just figure out um so i'm you know i haven't quite been dazzled by anything that they've done specifically but obviously gpt4 is getting better and better and this is an amazing tool um regardless of whether it's khan academy or virtually anyone that i think is going to be able to implement this in the near future now that being said i do hope khan academy you know, as they are, I, I remember using them growing up um, and they are a pretty big platform. So I do hope that they, you know, come and help develop some really powerful AI tools, maybe use some of their data um, to build some of their own language models. But at the moment, they are using an API. And so I won't hype them as a company up too much since uh, they're just using the API from ChatGPT. So um, Khan Academy does, you know, acknowledge or whatever that uh they're the chatbot like the students it is helping tutor still has a lot to learn um and that's why it's being only made available to a really small group they're testing it on right now right around 500 students and teachers um and i think that it's going to get better they said that people who are opting in hopefully know that it's not perfect um and that it's getting uh better quite fast with earlier versions including gpt 3.5 so as a second version of chat gpt um, they said that the engine could help answer a lot of math problems, but it couldn't break down the math problems into steps the way that GPT-4 can. So that is one of the big improvements that has been made. Um, and that's actually what was really necessary for this thing to be considered, you know, like a full-time tutor because that's what it needed to be able to do. So as far as next steps on what uh, Khan Academy plans on doing, they say that they would love to see the program cover current events and be able to work on problems that require a diagram or graph if we're not there yet um, but with the new feature where you can upload images um, to chat gpt and to gpt4 this might be something that is coming soon so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the space um, how you know uh, how khan academy plans on integrating some of this technology into their platform and also how education and schools as a whole integrate this into what they're doing it's going to be a really interesting space to continue watching in the future Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.